South Carolina. This is the Shogun Podcast with your host, RMC. What's good, everybody? This is your boy, RMC, coming to you from the Shogun Studios in Greenville, South Cagillac. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about the best bang for your buck as far as getting a mic for under $500. We're also going to be talking about a couple tips of the trade for getting signed for all you aspiring hip-hop artists or other genre artists out there. First things first, though, we are going to dive right into the world of hip-hop news. Lil Wayne and Birdman are in the news again today, this time for copyright infringement. At least that's what one Florida native is saying. He has filed a complaint and a copyright infringement suit on Friday the 30th against the rappers. He claims that Cash Money Records had him speak on several Italian-style spoken word recordings in 2006, which were subsequently used without pay or permission on the rapper's album Like Father, Like Son, and also on Birdman's 2007 album Five Star Stunner. The man also claims to have written, recorded, and copyrighted the tracks Loyalty and Respect from The Father Like Son. In all, the lawsuit claims his recordings were used in four tracks on Like Father Like Son and five from Five Star Stunner. The man also discovered his work had been used when his daughter discovered his Respect song while trying to buy a ringtone version of the Aretha Franklin classic by the same name. According to the report, his son also became entangled in the case when he was fired from a recording engineer job at Cash Money Records after the father started demanding payment, according to the lawsuit. On Thursday evening, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys took center stage before the World Series matchup between New York Yankees and Philadelphia Phillies. Go Phils, by the way. The duo performed their hit Empire State of Mind, a track off Jigga's latest effort, Blueprint 3. Due to Major League Baseball regulations, the song's clean version was performed, of course. I think it's special for all of New York, Yankees captain Derek Cheater said, who also uses the track as his at-bat music, according to MLB.com. I think it almost seems like the anthem for New York right now, Cheater added. I got an opportunity to get to know Jay-Z throughout the years, and he's very, very talented at doing a lot of things. But he knows what he's doing, so I think New York has kind of embraced that song. In a statement, Jay-Z added that performing this track at Yankee Stadium was very important to him. All right, when we get back, we're going to talk about what's the best mic to get for under $500. Right now, we're going to jump into some music with this track from Rick Bonney. He's from the UK, and this is entitled Time to Make a Classic, and I think it is. Black matters made the people scatter Shattered the paradigm You spot the syllabics to feed the sky habit The lost planet, the devil's reflection The conduit of love born in the age of deception Politics, meaning many blood sucking insects Obsessed with incest, that's why Darwin's evil born retarded Let's get this party started They reflect the worst part, recycle stigma karma Stick in the dark with stigmata My bars they come harder Lyrically move faster, take flight to disarm her A charmer with invisible wounds of a body armor Built in, suffered through the children From misconception in adolescence, said all the lessons Ask for a confession, a distorted perception Round table, psychopathic session Knowledge is a weapon, a utopian obsession Ah ha 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 Woo! Because I'm feeling it Ah, yeah, ah ha 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 What? Because they're loving it Ah, ah, ah ha 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 Woo! Because they're feeling it Ah, yeah, ah ha 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 Oh, neighbor, neighbor, come be listening, yo 
against all odds We are right here in the middle Life is hard sometimes, yes it's very difficult It's worse than any rehearsed verse could work It hurts you and drives you berserk To the point it breaks you Confiding back all your mistakes due to hate you But make it through you must or no bust These are the moments that make us select us Because it's all part of the bigger picture Whether brother or sister, cracker or bigger Your figure is bigger than you imagine You find the chasm of heaven but miss the point of life completely If you think of it out, get in touch, don't meet me Cause in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man plans genocide Get my drifting off into another coma Tony Bowman's a bowler, Ebola is fucking over Ah-ha-ha-ha Woo! Because I'm feeling it Ah, young Ah-ha-ha-ha What? Because they're loving it Ah, ah, ah-ha-ha-ha Woo! Because they're feeling it Ah, yeah Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha My neighbor, neighbor, come be listening What moment? Once again, that was Rick Bonney with Time to Make a Classic, and I think that was a killer track if you ask me. All right, now we're going to jump into what is a good mic to get for $500. Well, I found somebody that took a bunch of different condenser mics, put them through the paces, and came out with the definitive answer for you. Maybe not necessarily definitive, but definitely got some good insight. Okay, the current number of available under $500 condenser mics out there is astounding. Though it is understood that not all mics are going to fit all purposes, some are great on one application and lousy on others. What many people fail to realize is that it's just as often the case with high-end mics. So, obvious question is, which budget condenser mics are good for what purposes and which can perform well on a variety of applications? In this review, we'll attempt to answer some of those questions for a small selection of $500 and under condenser mics. So, first things first is I'm going to give you a list of some good mics for under $500. Not all of them were reviewed in this in this review, but at least it gives you a list of some things that you can go out and look at for $500 and under. So let's see, what can you get for your buck? Well, the MXL V6 3M comes in at $70. Not bad, right? The MXL 992 comes in at $150. Studio Projects B3 is $200. The Rode NT1A Anniversary runs you about $230. The Studio Project C1 runs about $240. The AKG Perception 400 runs you at about $300. The Shure KSM27 runs about $300. The M-Audio Solaris runs about $300. The Rode NT1000 runs about $330. The AKG C3000B runs about $350. The Audio Technatia AT40 33CL runs about $400. The Audio Technitia AT. AT3060 tube runs about $400. The Groove Tube GT57 FET runs $480. The Sterling Audio ST77 FET runs at $500. So right there, you got a good selection of mics that you can go look at for $500 and under. Well, when we come back, we're going to get to the test. But right now, we got some new music from Jay Wright, and this track is entitled The Black Oak Anthem. You hear it in on Black the Oak? show. Gun. Back against the wall. Now we won't fall. 
Yes, yes, y'all. Money coming in, homie, watch that fall. Black goat, we ain't playing no more. Look, we want it all. Boom. We from the bottom to the top, here we go. Boom. And if you're riding and you're real, come wrong. Boom. They in the park ballers, but we all grow. Everybody stack, but we let it go. You know when I'm reppin', sit down and learn your lesson. We the BL, okay, okay, he said. I keep it raining, you paying attention. Listen, we the BL, okay, okay, he said. Nobody seeing me, this homie, it's my pain. It's my Show some love or be living under the logo. Stop the hate, I ain't playing, homie, it's time to grow. Fuckin' with my money, yo, you don't wanna hear it, bro. I understand that work hard and it pays off. Cause I've been spitting it right since 94. That's right, since 94, I wanted more, I need more. I need fucking with my art, you be ducking, dodging my dogs. Now clap with me, they hate you, so clap with me. I'm gonna get down to the heart, peace up to the city. Just up to the riders, cocaine suppliers. Rubber band, duffel bag, black card grind. No class liars. Catch me in a C class, pass like flyers. Being the way it came, same color as my side. So grown up, keep the factory on tires, man. When I'm rapping, sit down and learn your lesson. We the BL, okay, okay, you say. I told you we raining, homie. Now pay attention. We the BL, okay, okay, you say. You smell that? The M.O. in the wild. Something about the cream got me going out of my mind. How can I ever grow yo if I don't even try? I don't even lie. You can't read between the lines. I'm a beast. No slice, I'm praying for the whole pie. Let them have it. The click clacking, how we be wild. I'm blowing up. Someone stepped on a landmine. Getting better every time I'm loving the rap You hear it when I rhyme No need to get bent out of shape You'll be fine Before you get bent out of shape I mean literally You remind me of cake Evidently you're sweet That nigga's pushing up weights But your jaw's still weak See the heat is backed up Love to make it skip You know when I'm rapping Sit down and learn your lesson We the BL Okay, okay, he say I told you we raining homie Now pay attention We the BL Okay, okay, he say Back against the wall Now we won't fall Yes, yes, y'all. Money coming in, homie. Watch that fall. Black dope, we ain't playing no more. Look, we want it all. Boom. We from the bottom to the top. Here we go. Boom. And if you're riding and you're real, come wrong. Boom. They in the park ballers, but we all grow. Everybody strapped, but we let it go. That was Jay Wright with the Black Coke Anthem. And right now we're going to get into this test for finding a mic for under $500. First things first, I'm going to give you a rundown of the specs. They used cardioid pattern on all mics with apologies to the fact that the value of some mics lies in their ability to serve other purposes. They tested on male and female vocals, electric guitar through a Les Paul Standard and a Fender Blues Deluxe reissue, and acoustic guitar with a Martin DSR. 
They mark placement from the source at six inches for both male and female vocal performers, set and left gains on the preamp, made an on and off access recording from the Fender at 1.5 inches, as well as ambience track from two feet. They recorded the mics at the sound hole and closer to the neck on the acoustic guitar. The bad side to all of this is that you have to keep everything uniform for all mics, which isn't really comparable to real world conditions. Real world conditions, excuse me. As an example, having the singer move closer or further away in the relation to the mic, sing above it or below it, and add EQ can produce great results with a less desirable mic. But we had to know what the qualities were if all things were equal. Okay, the results. The overall winner is the Sterling Audio ST77FET. Now this mic was in the top three on male and female vocals and the top choice for acoustic guitar. There are a few other mics that did good on both sets of vocals, but this one did the best. They were hoping this wasn't the case as this is the most expensive mic they had access to and they are all about consumer grade and value, but money talks sometimes. On female vocals, the Audio Technicia AT4033CL edged out the Sterling, but not by much. Both gave a nice, warmth, a nice warmth to our vocalist, pop sensibilities, and pleasing volume delivery. Other notables were the AKG C3000B and the MXL992. Male vocals, the winner was the Studio Projects C1. Unlike most of the tests that they ran, there was a clear winner here. A few other mics had good showings that were superior to most, but the C1 delivered quite nicely. The best tube was the Audio Technicia AT3060 tube. There wasn't a clear winner here, but the AT3060 claimed dominance. There wasn't a lot of difference between it and the Studio Projects B3. Neither were stellar on any source, and that warm tube sound coveted by recording enthusiasts was just not felt. As for electric guitar, the Rode NT1000 took it, but let's face it, if you were going to record electric guitar, you'd probably use the Royer R121 or the SM57. True to form, nothing did a fantastic job close to the speaker, though some were decent off-axis. The Rode handled ambience recording nicely, however the Shure KSM27, the Sterling ST77, the AKG Perception 400, and the Audio Technician ATA AT4033CL were not far behind. For acoustic guitar, the Sterling Audio ST77, the Sterling bought much better warmth and clarity than all others, though there were some surprises below it. We all liked the MXL V6 3M at the sound hole, though it was not thrilling at the neck, and enjoyed the road at both positions. So there you have it. Quick rundown of several different mics, all for $500. Best thing I can tell you, if you're really serious about dropping $500 on a mic, go to Guitar Center, go to the Pro Audio section, tell them that you're serious about spending some cash on, some, on a mic, they got recording setups there. They will plug you in, let you test out a couple different mics, and get the best one that's going to suit your vocal dynamic. And that way you know for a fact before you drop any money. All right, we're going to drop back into some music right now. This is Ultra Bass Productions featuring Killer Jake with Money on My Mind, and you're listening to the Shogun Podcast. I'm a woman on my cell phone, I'm coming over, no, no, to ask what 
wish I had it as she do what she told. At least we have a problem. Going off like a huge rock. Move the crowd like every big rock. Them black hats, black shoes. Sipping on some wine in the photo. Smelling like a pound mouth of mine on time. Cold like ice water. Hot like the summer. Little rockets in the floor. I'm a big white brick and chicken in the house. Black hat, black shoes, sipping on some wine in the photo. Money on my mind, money on my house. Money on my mind. Black hat, black shoes, sipping on some wine in the photo. Money on my mind, money on my house. Money on my house. Oh no, here come the kids, don't stay strapped. Bass Productions featuring Killer Jake with Money on My Mind. And right now, being that we have money on our mind, we're going to drop into something that concerns money and you. And that would be getting signed. So, how do we go about it? Why do we need it? What is it? Hopefully, this will help you out. It's going to be a couple little tricks that a trade on how to get signed and what you need to do and look for. The life of a professional musician has all the allure of a million dollars and a one-way ticket to being famous. But is it worth it? Yes, it is. But the only way to becoming a professional musician 
is a record label deal. Whether you're aiming for the mainstream or as an indie artist, you need to get that label. But wait, it's tough to get signed to a label, right? True. And while there are many changes happening in the music industry right now, especially on the technological side, there is still no better way to make money as a musician than by having an established record label market your music. So, how do you sell your soul to the corporate devil? It's rather tricky, but I got some steps to help you through it. By the way, all of this is under the assumption that you don't have a manager and that you're trying to get signed on your own. If you do have a manager and you're trying to get signed, then let your manager do his job and stay out of the way. Otherwise, listen to what we got for you. Step one, have the right tools for the job. A mechanic would never attempt to fix a car's engine without the right set of tools. Similarly, a band or artist who feels that they are ready to approach a record label in the interest of getting signed better be prepared. With literally thousands of unsigned bands looking for love, the competition is fierce. Here are some requirements. One, you must have good music. This may seem pretty obvious, but you'd be surprised how many bands never get signed and don't understand that this is the reason. We're not talking about good as in taste, which is great news for the Backstreet Boys. We mean good in the sense of talent and experience. Two, you must look signable. No one will want to sign you unless you're going to make them money. As such, you and your band must be confident, experienced, dedicated, and have it together. In other words, you must look like you will bring in money. Unless you're, not, unless you're the next Beatles, there are thousands of other bands like you. So make yourself stand out from the rest by being professional from the beginning. Three, you must have a professional-looking demo package. In the music industry, image is first impression. Image is the first impression, and that's the name of the game. For the unsigned band, your demo package is the first and usually only impression a record label will have of you and your music. As a result, it should be as attractive, informative, and to the point as possible. For a good tutorial on how to make an effective and attractive demo package, also referred to as a press kit, pick yourself up a copy of the book, The Billboard Guide to Music Publicity. It's by James Pettigrew. What's that you say, RMC? I am too poor to buy a book? Oh, that's right, I forgot that you're in the same boat as I am, and that you're an aspiring musician. So, let me put it into a small package for you. Still go buy the book. First of all, the package should have a cover letter, a demo CD, a band biography, a band photograph, and a press clippings. With all of these things, how do you make it attractive? We have three words for you. Keep it simple. Why? Because your demo package is likely at the bottom of a very large pile, and after a few hours of going over them, an A&R rep wants to spend more than a few seconds deciding if your package should go in the trash or will review later pile. Keep it simple and elegant. The A&R rep should be able to get a good feeling of what your band is like in a few seconds. For the demo, use a CD, not a cassette. Okay, this isn't 1980 anymore. It's got a better sound quality, and it's easier to flip through tracks. Keep the band biography to no more than one page. And if the reader can't figure out within the first few sentences who you are, what your band is up to, and why he or she should care, then you need to rewrite the biography. The standard band photo is a black and white 8x10. Smaller and or color picture can be sent, but either way, it should demonstrate your band's visual image. There is no need to spend a ton and a half of money on a professional photographer as long as it looks good. No one cares. Poor college photography majors 
are a great resource for saving money when looking for someone to take your band pictures. You have to understand that most record labels are only interested in your music insofar as whether or not it can sell. Your, van, your band may very well be brilliant, but to the average record label, your CD is just another product. This does not mean that record labels are out to give you the raw end of the deal. More often than not, record executives have an honest and true love for music and passion for working with bands. However, by understanding that selling your music is above all else in a business, you can, you can put yourself in a much better position to get signed. So, I suggest that you read as much as possible about the music industry and how it works. The SYW is a great start. We're going to jump in to a track by Diesel J, and this is called Euphoria. And when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on the Showdown Podcast.
All right, and that was Diesel J with Euphoria here on the Shogun Podcast. And right now we're going to jump back into our discussion about how to get signed and what you need to look for. Okay, another good tip. Locate potential A&R reps. First, try a contact directory like the CMJ directory. You do have to sign up for it first. But CMJ directory published by the College Music Journal, the Musician's Atlas, or the Musician's Guide to Touring and Promoting. These will give you good list of record labels and some other good contacts such as clubs, radio stations, and press outlets. Since you are playing in a band that has some local name recognition, it probably wouldn't hurt to ask local club owners, record store proprietors, music directors, or editors whether they know anyone at a good record label who might be interested in receiving your demo package. It can't hurt to try. Showcases. The question often comes up about whether or not to showcase. The answer is a resounding yes. Given any chance for your band to get in the eye of the public and industry types, you should go for it. Unfortunately, getting into these sorts of showcases can can often be difficult for an unsigned band. Next, get an A&R rep to listen to you. Once you have a list of record labels that you are interested in sending your demo package to, call each and every one of them prior to mailing anything and verify that they are accepting unsolicited demo submissions, that they are interested in your style of music, and you have the correct name and address to send the package attention to. Why go through all these troubles? Three reasons. The worst mistake that you can make when sending out packages is to engage in shotgun mailing. Essentially, this means that you are sending out unsolicited junk mail to a number of record labels that may have changed addresses, gone out of business, or may not be accepting packages because they are not looking to sign any new bands. Shotgun mailing is a waste of time and money for both you and the labels. What do you think would happen if Big Pond sent his demo to Epitaph Records? Probably not a whole lot. If your music doesn't fit what the label wants, then you won't get signed, no matter how talented you are. There is no quicker way to get your demo package thrown into the garbage than to to send it to the attention attention of a former A&R executive. So call. Sometimes they will simply say you should address it to the A&R department. That's fine. Just do what they tell you to do. When calling the record label to verify all of this information, be on your best behavior. If the person on the other end of the phone says that They are not accepting unsolicited demos at this time. Don't get angry, scream, and say, you'll be sorry when I'm a big rock star. Simply thank them for their time and ask if it's all right to call again in a few months. Chances are they will be much more impressed by this than by a hissy fit. Also, make sure you mention you or your band's name at least once, and if it doesn't make you sound like a freak, several times. So... You've made the initial phone call and everything went smoothly. The record label is in fact accepting demo submissions and you have all the correct information. Now what? Wait. If you do not hear anything from four to eight weeks, make a follow-up phone call. Ask for the person who who you addressed the package to. If he or she is unavailable or if you simply address the package to the A&R department, speak with the secretary. Verify that they received the package. If they had a chance to review it and the reactions. Now, take a deep breath and brace yourself. If they, one, didn't like the demo, two, blow you off, or three, never got it, do not overreact. Thank them for their time, hang up the phone, and gripe to a friend. There are literally thousands of record labels in the United States alone. Don't waste any more of your time on one that's not interested in you or your band. Does this mean that you should never send them another package? No. 
After six months to a year, if you have a new recording or other significant change in your demo package, give the label another call. You never know, they may like your new stuff or they may be trying to change their image. Know what to do when you get an offer. The long journey to the promised land is finally coming to an end. You've gotten an offer from a record label. You've done the research. They seem to like, they seem like an organization that you would be happy to be a part of. Not so fast. Once you get the offer, there are still several things you need to consider. Get yourself a good entertainment lawyer. This cannot be stressed enough. He or she will be your best friend, confidant, and advisor through what is bound to be a complicated process. Entertainment lawyers tend to be very expensive, anywhere from $75 to $400 an hour, but they are worth every last penny of it. The terms of a record contract can vary widely, so rely on your lawyer to translate the legalese into English so you can fully understand what you are getting yourself into. You don't want to trap yourself into something you hate. Make sure you have a good idea of what you want out of a record deal and where you would like to go with your career. There are many pitfalls for a band or artist, particularly a new or small band or artist when signing a record deal. How many albums do you want to release on the label? How much money royalties can you demand from the label? How large should your advance be? How does this affect future royalty payments? Who owns the copyrights to the song? The list of debatable items could go on for a mile. Talk to your lawyer about all of the options and make an educated and informed decision. After all, this is your career. Pick up a copy of The Business of Music. While about as entertaining to read as a chemistry textbook, it is an outstanding research resource for learning, learning the business and the legal side of the music industry. Even though the process of getting signed to a record deal can be difficult, the prospect of being able to make a living as a professional musician is often too good to pass up. While good looks and some catchy tunes probably wouldn't hurt, you now have a huge edge over all those morons who are sending out to 10 page, who are sending out 10 page bios and hey, if all else fails, there's always the army, right? All right. So that's going to do it this week for the Shogun Podcast. I hope you guys learned something. Hope you enjoyed it. Send in your tracks for next week and start sending in some comments and stuff like that that you can record on your own computer. Send them to me. I'll play them on the air and I'll try and answer any questions or comments that I have. Taking us out this week, it's going to be many lives before from Vizronics on the Shogun Podcast. This is your boy RMC signing off. Peace. See you next week.